Stephen Krutis on SAFM. The DA leader John Steenhuysen launching the party's election manifesto on Saturday, promising to create an enabling environment to create jobs, to empower councils to generate their own electricity, to make some changes to social grants. As I understand it, people would only qualify for the 350 rand a month grant if they were actively seeking work. Matt Cuthbert is the head of policy for the Democratic Alliance. Matt, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Thank you for having me on your show. What for you are the main points of your manifesto? Well, I think the main points of our manifesto is that we have a tangible plan to be able to rescue South Africa. You'd have seen that we outlined our apex priorities, which are to create 2 million jobs, end load shedding and water shedding, halve the rate of violent crime, abolish cater deployment, lift 6 million people out of poverty, triple the number of grade 4 learners who can read for meaning, and obviously ensure quality health care for all, regardless of the economic status. So, I mean, all of that, I, I, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people would be nodding their heads to hear that, but to do it would be very difficult indeed. I mean, six million jobs? Well, it was two million jobs in actual mm-hmm. fact. And we need to, as our leader said, create an enabling environment. Ultimately, the conditions in this country at present are not conducive for job creation. And we have people who are reliant on the state because they have been failed to be empowered through opportunity. And what we look at doing is trying to reform the labor market, make it easier for people to get work, make sure that we're able to bring into place uh, investment within our country, and make sure that we have a competitive economy that actually promotes enterprise and allows people to take advantage of the economic opportunities available. You say you would make it easier for companies to hire people. Smaller firms wouldn't be bound by bargaining council decisions. What impact do you think that would have? I mean, that would mean that some people, you could be working in a factory owned by a small company and being paid X, and you could work in a factory next door to that doing the same job for a bigger company, and you'd have to be paid more than that. Yes. So if you look at it as it currently stands, there are a number of smaller companies that need to implement collective wage agreements despite them not being in the room when those decisions are taken. And obviously, their financial circumstances are different. And ultimately, what we want to do is to get people into work so they can build up experience, they're able to get promoted and increase their wage growth over time. And it's proven that the longer you stay unemployed, the more likely you are to be unemployed for the rest of your life. And that's why it's important to get people's foot in the door so that they actually be able to create a life of meaning and one in which they're able to build a livelihood rather than being reliant on the state. Because you have a simple situation where you've got an option between getting a job, being able to create something for yourself versus being reliant on a 350 rand grant. So I understand that argument. The risk, of course, is that vulnerable people desperate for that first job would be exploited. Isn't that a problem? So if you look at our bold solution in that respect, the Youth Employment Opportunity Certificate, this is something that people can willing to will, uh, voluntarily apply for, and it's for long-term unemployed people, those who we consider to be discouraged work seekers. And it allows them to take that decision for themselves and decide whether or not they want that first job opportunity to be able to build up that experience so that they are actually able to have a meaningful job. And I think that the current labor regime that we have in place protects the union's interests at the expense of the unemployed. And I think that we need to change that dynamic. You also want to end affirmative action, is that right? Well, we want to replace BEE with an alternative mechanism. And what we want to do is we want to focus on companies using procurement policies through the state to empower in certain areas, so that's in education, in energy, and a variety of other public services, as opposed to crude racial quotas. And I think that this alternative model allows us to target poverty as a a measure of disadvantage, as opposed to race. 
We've seen 30 years of race-based policy, and it's failed to close the inequality gap. It's failed to uplift people out of poverty, and instead it's actually uh, enriched a elite grouping of cadres at the expense of the majority of South Africans. Do you think the majority of South Africans want race-based affirmative action to end? Well, I think that people want opportunity, and I think that we need to create the conditions for opportunity. And I can tell you that the majority of South Africans feel excluded from the economy, and that's why we need to create an environment in which they're able to access economic opportunity so we can close the inequality gap and we can allow people to be able to live lives of meaning. Um, John Steenhuis and your leader said over the weekend the DA would be the anchor of a multi-party charter movement. What do you mean by anchor? The DA would be the biggest party but wouldn't provide the presidential candidate? Well, I don't think it necessarily refers to that, but rather it says that you need a big party to be at the centre of a coalition who has a track record of governance and who's able to use that particular track record in governance to assist our multi-party charter colleagues and to make sure that we find ourselves in a situation where we're able to direct our policies in government, able to deliver on our programme of action and try our best collectively to get to 50 plus one after the election later this year. Matt, I'm sure you've seen on social media this quote by John Steenhuisen, Dabula and Yanga, that's exactly what we're going to do in this election because we've got the size, people, experience, track record and the plan. Dabula and Yanga, what's he got against traditional healers? So I think that was misinterpreted and it was later clarified on our social media accounts where it was actually a use of the phrase in Pulsar rather than in Zulu and basically it means shoot the moon. And it was uh, in the repetition of something that was said in the Sona response debate last week. So I think that was just a matter of misinterpretation. Matt Cuthbert, thank you. Head of policy for the Democratic Alliance. I do appreciate the time.